Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was the classic Megadeth track, Take No Prisoners, from one of the best metal albums of all time, Rust in Peace. And here to talk about his first spoken word tour of Australia and all things Megadeth is the one and only David Ellison. Thanks for joining. Oh, man, what's happening? Hey, thank you very much. Looking forward to seeing you guys in Australia next month. As a long-time Megadeth fan, I'm very excited to see you on this tour, especially hearing that you might be playing bass up there, because from my point of view, your playing has always been one of the best things about the band. So will it be half speaking and you know half bass clinic? Well, it's not really a bass clinic, but yeah, I am bringing the bass with me, and I just because I think you know the bass kind of helps tell the story. <laughs> um, there's little bits and pieces of music along the way. <laughs> I think some fans are going to probably ask questions about certain things. So part of me, I thought, well, if I bring the bass with me, I at least I know I can always uh, I can always sit and play and and have that there ready to uh, you know ready to demonstrate something or even have it be a little bit of a of, you know kind of a, a background to um, a period of time because, you know, part of the spoken word thing is, is sort of going through the anthology of my life. Uh, I think it's such a great way to connect with your fans and, you know, and, and give you the chance to share the story. Uh, it, it must you know, hitting the road with a band. How do you prepare for a tour like that? Well, you know, I think, you know, certainly going for a band is a certain type of thing, but doing something like this, you know, I think, you know, look, my life story is essentially the set list, you know, that's the repertoire. Um, we're going to do a Q&A period, which I'm looking forward to because I love hearing things from the fans and questions and whatnot. Um, I also like, um, you know, again, I think having the bass with me, um, if people have questions or certain things, you know, sometimes being able to play, um, you know, play the bass and do these things. It, it just opens up uh, kind of a musical side of it as well. So, but again, it is it's definitely spoken word. It's definitely not going to be a bass clinic where I'm just going to stand there and play for an hour. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's definitely more about the talking than the playing for sure. It's going to be awesome, man. Like, uh, and if you are doing a bit of both, it's it's going to be uh, you know it's going to talk to both sides of the. Fan base, you know the, the gearheads and the uh, you know the uh, bass players, and of course just the, uh, the the Megadeth fans in general. It's going to be great, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. You released your autobiography, My Life with Death, which which covers your career and personal journey, and you know you probably have plenty more stories that didn't make it in there. Will you be covering a lot of uh, those that didn't make it in the book on the tour? Yeah, there was. You know, I think when you're writing a book, you have to keep the the narrative in place, and you know, you have sort of a beginning, um, a middle, and an end, so to speak. Um, but I think when you're doing spoken word, you can detail some certain things and probably go into some, you know, various stories and different things that you can talk about that are. So sometimes they're they're easier to verbalize than they are to print them. <laughs> 
Um, and I think when you're when you're face to face with an audience, um, there's a sincerity that comes across with it that's that's I just always find is easier to to do when you're just you know right there in live in person talking about it. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be cool to hear you know you talk about everything that's you know happened in your life because you've definitely lived uh, quite an extraordinary life and just up to now and you've still got you know plenty more years ahead of you. So, yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I uh, you know I still feel fifteen, you know, uh, and it's I think that's the good thing is you know music is one of those things that because it's because it's a you know it's an expression of your spirit and your essence. Um, that it's it's something that's uh it's always there, you know, and I think that the, the real trick with it is to is to un you know, be able to unlock that, you know, and keep that uh kind of keep that, that spirit flowing, you know. And that's I think a big part of the story of my life with death is looking at those periods of my life when I was my most free and expressive and then there was a period when it got blocked up with drugs and alcohol and then that got the log jam was unlocked once I got cleaned up again and you know and then there's you know there's periods where you go through when you're kind of burned out on the road or relationships get stale um musical partnerships kind of run their course um you know those are also part of a musician's journey you know and um and 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 those are just facts of life so I think when you um in my case when I when I you know, sought out some other things and different groups and different musical settings. It reinvigorated me, and I think when I came back to Megadeth in 2010, it brought back a, um, definitely a renewed enthusiasm and a renewed uh, creative partnership as well. With that, when, when you uh, reached my Megadeth, you know, it's, it's, you know, you said that you know it's like you never left. You right. went back. You went. But, you know, you've been doing it for so long. You, know, you and Dave have been the heart of Megadeth since the beginning, and such a great team after all these years, man. Like, uh, this is from a fan. I'm trying not to fanboy out here. I'm sorry. What do you think the secret is to, you know, having such a great working relationship, you know, after so long? Well, I think the, it starts at the beginning, which is, you know, I really understood Dave's music. I understood the musicianship behind it. I I understood um, the vision, you know, and I think that, you know, Dave is a great leader. And, um, you know, every great great groups need great leaders. And great groups also need good people to get in line and follow the vision. And I think that was where I've always been good at that, you know. Um, you know, Megadeth is, uh, is a group where, you know, I have, you know, I have my role and that role is carved out pretty much from the beginning. Um, and the other two positions, um, I guess in some ways were carved out from the beginning too. It, it, it's taken some time you know, to fill those positions over the years, finally with Gar and Chris when we did the first two records, um, Jeff and Chuck, you know, on record three, and then certainly Marty and Nick through most of the 90s. Um, you know, and, and that those are, the, you know, those, these roles are not always easy. You know, people sometimes go, you know, I don't want to play that role anymore. I want to do something different. And then they either leave the group or we need to ask them to leave the group. Um, and that those those are difficult transitions, but you know people need to do what they feel they need to do too. And 
And um, I just found that, you know, I, I, I'm musically active in some other things outside of Megadeth, and, and, which I think are good things because um, they, they always remind me of how special the role inside of Megadeth is, you know. And it always reminds me that um, while it's nice to be able to have some other outlets musically, um, it, it, it brings me back when we start working on Megadeth records and tours again, that it's like, you know what, I'm very valuable to Megadeth and, and Megadeth needs both of what Dave and I have in order to really make that thing work the way that it's meant to work. Definitely, man. Definitely. As I was saying before, like your bass playing has been such an influence on so many people and my own songwriting as well. Whenever we go to write a song and it comes to a bass part, we always go, mm-hmm. you know, what would Ellison do? What, <laughs> nice, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's no, it's true. And, like, we'll always go back to, to your playing when we do, we're discussing songwriting. So you, you, you are such an important part of Megadeth. You're right. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys come up with next. So are you, are you working on stuff at the moment? Yeah, we are, yep. In fact, it's kind of interesting that this, this tour is, falling at a good time because by the time I get home from the tour from Australia, I'm going to pretty much go straight into recording um, of the new Megadeth record. So um, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Uh, there's, there's a good energy about it. There's a good vibe kind of a, you know, I think coming down to us, going to Australia is going to be, it's going to be cool because it'll, there'll be a lot of, you know, just, I think um, just, it's just a good moment, you know, um, before I get home and roll up my sleeves and start carving out the, you know, the next, the next record. Can we expect to see you guys in here again soon? Because we missed you guys last time. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, one thing about a Megadeth, you know, an album sets in motion usually a whole world tour, you know, and as much as it was unfortunate we weren't able to be there. Uh, last year, um, I would like to think and hope that we will get back there, you know, sometime within, you know, definitely sometime on this next, uh, album cycle. So, and for me personally, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to is getting back down there again and be, being face to face with the fans again. I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, we definitely can't wait to see, uh, Megadeth down here, but, you know, we're also very excited to see you down here to, uh, come face-to-face with your fans and, and tell us all your stories and, and share your life with us in that way. It's it's going to be really cool, man. Really looking forward cool. to it. So we're going to go to my favourite Megadeth track, Angry Again. Now, thanks so much for chatting with us tonight, David, and we'll see you in Brisbane at the Hi-Fi on March 28th. Sounds great. Now, thanks much. Look forward to seeing everybody next month. See ya. Planning on travelling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 